0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Recommended Daily Dose. I am your lovely host, along with my less lovely host, Doctor. What's your name again?
1: I feel like you're the hostess with the mostest. Is what we—that's so yeah. cliche, though. So I'm your co-host, if you're wondering, uh, Doctor Suraj Sugar, and we're very fortunate today to have a wonderful guest.
2: You're listening to Recommended Daily Dose with Doctors Clinton Coleman and Suraj Sugar. The not-so-average health show with a unique spin on what's making headlines in healthcare.
0: Our guest, she used to be a close friend of mine. Used to uh, be, used to be, Doctor oh, Sedel Ross. The story until so she that. came out with her own podcast. Oh, which is actually, pretty good. It's so, a, I've so heard now it's I'm very a little jealous. Yeah. So she's the host of a podcast, "Prescriptions and Songs." Ah. So actually, she's a uh, pain and palliative care specialist, all right. Who just so happens to be a classically trained vocalist. So we'd like to welcome Dr. Ross to the show. Welcome! Thanks for coming in today.
2: Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's good to be here.
0: So I can vouch for her her um, her vocal skill. So I've seen you, you at, at Bergen Pack. That's and right. At, that's right. Oh, that's lovely, Bergen Pack. You were and there for my jazz, operatic uh, debut. Uh, right. 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 So <laughs> yes. tell us. Um, I don't know what classically trained means. What is? I mean, I know what it means, but like for you, what does that entail? Like your. So that's a good background? question.
2: Um, simply because classical music. Is is broad, right? Right. So my training really specifically focuses more on operatic work. Okay, mm-hmm. so the so real singers, sing opera. <laughs> the real singers.
1: The real singers. But so you're saying class? So you, instrumental. Your your instrument is your voice, basically.
2: I I agree with you, one hundred percent. So tell
1: us a little bit about your background, like how this happened, because you know, you know, I sing in the shower. But that's where I basically peaked, and I, and I never went anywhere from there. But you sing when you run too, with your Lululemons. Uh, the Lululemons. The been, Lululemons. I heard about that. Well, I find that. if you sing to yourself, it really helps to motivate you run. But someone like you, I mean, what? I mean, th- this is amazing. No, all kidding aside. Like, what is your training? What is your background? How did you get into this in the first place?
2: Okay, I'll try to summarize. So, yeah, ever since I was a kid, I could sing. I, I knew that I had a pleasant voice. Right. In fact, I. Headlined, so to speak, at my uh, elementary school concerts. Wow! <laughs>
1: uh, and this is this is now in Trinidad, is that correct? Correct. That's right. where I, Great, I was
2: born and raised, uh, Trinidad and Tobago. Or and Trini, so, as you say. As uh, yes, say. I am Trini. He's Trini. That's All right. right. Boone. Don't you say it? Bone. it doesn't sound right. Trini Tuddy Boone. So, um, grew up singing. Right. I went to Catholic school.
1: Right.
2: At the time. Music was a very big part of our curriculum, and, um, and so sang a lot at school, elementary school, secondary school, as we see back in Trinidad, so secondary school, age 11 through 18, continued to sing, represented my school at national music festivals, um, placed in the top three consistently over the years.
0: So you started off great. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know how well you could sing in the beginning? Or?
2: Again, I knew I could sing. People would tell me I right. have a beautiful voice. Right. Um, but didn't really think much of it because I wanted to become a doctor as well. Oh, that's, and that that that's the, the part yeah. that, that, always, my, that my parents loved. <laughs> that, that, always, that always gets in the way. You know?
0: so I, I was supposed to be a, uh, a rapper. You were supposed to be a <laughs> rapper. I was supposed to be a rock rock
1: musician, you know, playing bass in the band, touring the world. But it just all, our dreams just fell short. Just, yeah, didn't but not yours, work out. not yours though.
2: Well, I had to come back around to it. So yeah. my parents, I used to tell them that I'd be a singing doctor one day. And they thought that was the cutest thing. Right. <laughs> And laughed it off. Right. And basically said, well, you know, the singing is great and you can sing, you have a beautiful voice, but let's just keep that as a hobby. Right. And, but the doctor part, oh.
1: They love that. Yeah. (laughs) Let's go with that. Let's go with that one. right? Yeah.
2: Okay. And I didn't mind because it was something that I wanted to do. I just didn't quite know or believe that I could do both. Right. Anyway. So you go through all the training and all the years of studying and everything, right? And fast forward to my first job out of fellowship. I was like, okay.
1: Wait, so you went to school in medical school in Trinidad? No, or you I actually, actually
2: came here to the United States uh, for, for undergrad. Ah, uh, for undergrad, right. Yes. Went to medical school, Columbia University. Um, internship at Mount Sinai. Residency back at Columbia. Presby- New York Presbyterian. Uh, pe- pain fellowship at UPenn.
1: Oh, okay. You know my That's wife. Like small schools. My <laughs> wife went to UPenn undergrad, and she went to Columbia for MBA. So oh yeah, so I think you she have, would be a big fan. Of you
2: ha- oh, yes. thank you, thank you. So yeah, I, I so I I <sighs> completed all of Don't that. Don't
0: be jealous. Clinton. So um, during the training and school, how was the singing part? There was of it? no was There wasn't like
2: much singing. I would go to okay, church, right. and sing. And actually, at church, I remember one day, <laughs> Jason, my husband, yeah can attest to this. I was like, "Jason, we got to go. We have something to do, you know. We have to leave early." <laughs> right. So we walk out, and I hear someone like trotting behind us. T- 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 I look back and there's this young lady. She says to me, "You have to join the choir. Can you please join the choir? They need you in the choir." And I said, "It's very nice of you to like actually leave the service and come out and right. track me down." Track you down, right. Yeah. Um, and so I'll I'll think about it. Thank you so much. Never. So, Never, never did. Um, just didn't see it fitting in. Right. I just didn't see it.
0: But you were the one in church out singing everyone, probably. Those are pe- <laughs> There's people in church like that who is aren't that right? in the choir, <laughs> and they know they can sing. They just stand <laughs> up in the audience. They and just sing. Just like, they think they're singing the to themselves, but they're yeah, no, embarrassing really, I, I, <laughs> everyone who can't sing as well. So, so. they feel the so spirit, and they just don't. So they were forced to actually make you join the choir, and you said no. <laughs>
2: but So not, not openly, but I said no, I never... Never did. <laughs> but so, so, you know, we fast forward, you are a yes.
0: well-trained
1: physician, obviously, uh, but so unlike I, a lot of us, it sounds like you were able to go back and take that mm-hmm. love of singing.
2: And how did I go yeah. back? I was not happy with the way I was practicing when I became an attending.
1: Oh, oh, that's interesting. So what way are you not happy? There's a lot of things I think we talked about on the show about physician burnout, this, that, yeah, and the yeah, other, yeah. but what specifically was it? The, the private, practice, the okay. private yeah.
2: practice model was not for me.
1: It was not for you. You don't like EMRs all day.
2: Correct. I don't like the, The you know, factory mentality. Yeah, of in the conveyor, belt, conveyor belt, belt. The patient right. conveyor belt. Okay. Um, and I was burning out. Right. It's burning out. Long, very long days. Just not being fed by the work that I was doing. Losing my sense of purpose.
1: Yeah, that's so true. I think a lot of physicians, they get in with a very distinct sense of what they want to do. And they, when they come out, they realize, hey, the education in medicine is not necessarily like the practice the of medicine, right? And that's, that's the whole idea, the practice, right? And so, so you, uh, I mean, I think what your, your sentiments are, what we've all, we've discussed with numerous guests on the mm-hmm. show, is that there's certainly, the practice of medicine is not what we all perhaps no, have not
2: thought. No, en- not what I had envisioned during my training.
1: Well, the beautiful thing is you seem to have found
0: an answer, is that right?
2: I found my niche. I, um...
0: At what point did you realize your sing you could bring your singing to, to, to the your daily? <laughs> Cause I'm sure that was a frustration too. You had this love of singing, absolutely, and, and music, and you really couldn't yeah. incorporate that. And it
2: still be- and it still is frustrating at times because I don't get to do it as much as I would like to. I mean, the, the reality is you have the demands of right. the practice of medicine and the conventional way of doing things because the tests and procedures and everything else have to get done. Right, but um. So when I started in hospice and palliative medicine, right. is when this started to come together, because I realized that there was something more that I could offer. Right There is no pill or procedure for loneliness that a lot of my patients would experience. There is no pill or procedure for loss of. Personhood, and you know the, the loss of who you are when who you're it, right. dealing with a life-limiting illness mm. um, or life-threatening illness. And so I figured, you know what? Let me see if music could make a difference. Right. And that's how it began.
0: So you had that epiphany one day, because I think it's amazing how we don't really recognize that. Um, We'll, like I'll be in the ICU and then the patient's intubated mm-hmm. and sedated and the family brings some, you know, tape record not tape recorder. What is it? Well, he- With the kids' nowadays? The kids using MP3 CDs, yeah, right? MP3s maybe? Some
2: recording of whatever the music, patient's preferred music is, It could right? be
1: culturally
0: uh, their own music. It could be something
1: from a religious point of view, you, right? Just something, something familiar Something familiar and meaningful yes. to And the that's patient.
0: the patient and the family has, has uh, you know, precipitated that. We we really don't do that. So And, you know, you're – on your podcast and in, in your daily life, you speak to the the healing power uh, of music. Right. Um, we we hear music everywhere we come in. Absolutely. You're on, on hold on the phone, they're playing music. <laughs> yes. If you're in the elevator, they're it's playing it's everywhere. Music. It's all around us. But right? it really hasn't, you know, per, uh, permeated the uh, healthcare system. So
2: yeah. So there's right. there is preliminary work. There is there are some studies out there.
1: So that's what it comes down to, right? Because unfortunately, or not unfortunate, but we. Doctors are skeptical people, so they always want to see, what's the yeah, evidence, what's the paper, what's the, show me the evidence basically Like, episode. I could
2: have all the anecdotes for you right, and all the right. stories about how great it made patients feel. Right. But if there's no hardcore data... Correct. ...then, you know... It doesn't doesn't move medicine forward and the practice of medicine forward, and it doesn't become more sort of incorporated into how we do things. Are
1: they actually looking at studies in the palliative and hospice uh, world? And not
2: just in palliative and hospice Mm. medicine, in dementia, in stroke recovery. Um, It's becoming – the work is out there, and it's promising. I really hope – and this may not happen in my lifetime, but my goal is to help kind of – Lay the foundation for for what I hope will kind of become a standard of care in medicine, right? right? Um, Could we use medicine to relieve symptoms, such as pain, anxiety, depression? I mean, you think about it, right? When you put on a song, when I'm depressed, (laughs) the first thing I do is turn on easy.
1: Do you like what easy listening jazz? I think you going to
0: say Easy E. I was yeah. going I really well, thought that's what he was gonna say. N.W.A. Because yeah, you no, were talking, you to wanted it. to be a rapper, right? Yeah.
1: He is, but he's more of a Muzak guy. With oh, a, with a, okay. I the correlate music.
0: Yeah. I correlate mood and, and music because really they are closely. Yes. So I'm feeling right. down. I put on something uplifting. If I'm feeling like uplifting or motivated, there's yes. there's music right. for that. You were talking
2: so. about music for when you're running, right? Correct.
0: Same thing. There's times when you're you know you're hitting the
1: wall. Uh, you're, you're breathing hard, so whatever. and you're, you're
0: Celine Dion, you just I blasting. put Celine
1: Dion and it just, it transports me to another okay, world. To another world. Like. Absolutely. No, but you're talking about using music as medicine, which is fantastic. But yes. just to backtrack, you said prior practice uh, model wasn't for you personally. Mm-hmm. I understand mm-hmm. now you were working at the VA. So I
2: guess moved, moved over to the hospital setting, like inpatient. Inpatient. But how primarily.
1: is, I've always been interested, how is the VA setting different than, uh, let's say other perhaps settings that you may be yeah. involved with?
2: So the big difference is that I, don't have to see 15, 20, 25, 30 patients a day. Mm. I actually have the luxury of spending time with, I don't know, maybe two to three patients a day and really getting to know these veterans and their families.
1: You know that's incredible. I mean, I come from a background. Where my father was uh, primary care, but practiced in the old days, uh, where you weren't so much under the gun of seeing a patient every 15 minutes. And he was had spent 45, 50 minutes with a patient, and you get to know them, families, know everything about them. Absolutely. Uh, so that, unfortunately, now is a luxury. I wish it was more of just a norm. But uh, that's fantastic you can do that. I think we certainly, I don't think, feel that we're able to do that right now.
2: In no, our it's very practice. hard. I can't. I'm. I can't imagine. For me, I just, I, I realized that I needed to move away from that. Right, right. If if I were to continue to practice medicine, like, I knew that that was one of the things that had to change. Yeah.
0: Otherwise, I would be singing you out of your depression. You wouldn't want that.
2: <laughs> actually, hopefully, before this ends, I can actually get one, well, both of you, to hit a note for me. Just On one. a
1: note. Oh, dear. I, uh, one. I can beatbox. Maybe that's, that's what
2: I'll do. That's fine, too. That's okay. You can beatbox. Um, <laughs>
0: Can you give us an idea of some, like, specific examples of how, like, was there a particular patient that oh, sure. that you helped?
2: Um, in fact, on my first podcast episode, I talked about an experience that I had with a veteran, and this is the most memorable experience that I've had to date. He was a professional jazz musician mm. from Newark, Newark, East Orange area. Yeah. So, your hood. Newark. Yeah, Nor Newark. N O R K. Is that the people from? I thought, I thought you were don't
0: from I thought you were from South Orange, East Orange.
2: That's I more hood. That, that's, that's that's a little bit very different than South Orange. Yes. Okay. Or West. Not Orange.
0: now. I mean, no comment. But
2: yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> but anyway, fine. Your hood. Your gentrification hood. <laughs> <and> real, yes. <laughs> from Newark. Yes. Yeah, from Newark, and um, prominent musician. Right. Ninety-two years old comes in with terminal rectal cancer. And in getting to know his daughter more so, because at that time, some dementia had set in and, you know, so I had to get most of his history from his daughter, who, of course, told me he was a professional musician, a saxophonist. And um, and so, of course, music was a big part of his life. They were very, they were estranged because and she didn't get into details, but I could imagine here he is, jazz guy, musician. Mm-hmm. Maybe on the road. On the road a lot. Families, yeah, that kind of that that kind of scene, right? So he didn't have the best relationship with his children. Anyway, Uh, I go to see him. I do, of course, the conventional kind of history, physical. But part of my um, history really includes this: the the psychosocial history Mm. is huge for us. Sure. In yeah. in hospice and, and palliative medicine, right. right? So we spend a lot of time on that, and so, um, and in part of his social history, we're talking about the music, and so one thing leads to another, and I asked, and I ask him, would you like if I would sing for you? And if he looks at me like, <laughs>
0: like who's <is> this lady?
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what are you doing? What are you talking about? Where where am I? Mm. Um, but I sing, I, I sing uh, my funny Valentine. And he says, um, well, he doesn't say anything. I, I stop, the song ends, and there's just silence. And then I see a tear mm. you know, streaming down one of his eyes. And he says, can you come back tomorrow? Just come back tomorrow, and uh, we can talk some more. So I went back the following day, and we not only talked, but we sang some more. We sang together. Make a long story short, his last wish was to have a bedside jam session, which I helped to coordinate. I was the vocalist. I got some friends of mine from around the block to play the saxophone, trumpet. Mm. And was he able to? And at the time, no, he was not. So we had actually gotten him a saxophone, but he was too weak, Mm. too weak to play. Um, But. We, at the bedside. At this point, he had moved to the hospice unit, which is in Lyons, by Ly- the way. Yeah, sure. So inpatient hospice. Yes. Yeah. So we took the trip one Saturday over to Lyons. I had to call ahead of time to make sure he was still alive. He was. We had the bedside jam session. And the daughter happened to show up unexpectedly. She just broke down in tears. And... um As we were singing, playing, you know, I see he's crying as well. And uh, a day or two later, he passed away.
1: Hmm. But what a wonderful moment to share, uh, especially for, it sounds like, a a strange daughter. So perhaps we're trying to reconnect at the end there.
2: And I really believe, so the music also helped with that, to bring them together again. Right, right. Mm -hmm.
0: Now, off mic, I'm going to talk to you about the, uh, you know, making a movie, because that would be a great movie. I've thought about it. Yes. It's like the million dollar baby type of, <laughs> right? Let's we'll talk about soft market. I've thought I about it. Yeah, so you, but you own the rights to it. But no, that is because a beautiful. The, the point is just an amazing. That that, story. that is a beautiful story. Wow. I
1: mean that truly is. And but I always wonder, like you know, someone like us, who yes, we appreciate music, but we have no skill. I mean, how do, how does someone like <laughs> us? Me? Okay, I'll speak for myself. Then. How do, how would we incorporate? Or how would you think physicians could that are not classically trained? Uh, like you are, they don't have the skills and uh, that you have the voice you have. But you know, how could they incorporate music? So I mean, is it could it be something as simple as just playing some music? You know, your patient likes
2: absolutely patient preferred music, right? Just or even setting in the up, office. A, yeah. setting up whatever it is uh, that can, on which music can be played. What type of whatever device your phone, a phone, uh, the computer, um, Spotify, right? Right. right. Um, but Patient-preferred music, that's absolutely okay. I mean, the studies look at that as well. Right. Patient-preferred music, recorded music. I feel, can like be...
1: I feel like music is the easiest way to almost like break the ice. Because even if you don't have any, right, our job as physicians is to connect with people of a variety of yeah. cultures, absolutely. backgrounds. Right? I mean, that's why it's so important to have more minorities. You, you want people to feel comfortable with their physician and, no have, and know that they're empathetic and understand their background. And I feel like, look, we can't, be, uh, underst- we can't necessarily connect all the time to every patient, but I feel like music is one of those like it's great, one of the great, few know, things that I think like bridges over any
2: differences. In, yes, right. one of the few things in our in our society that right. can do that.
0: Right. I think that the challenge is though it's a little bit easier with end of life care and hospice in terms of the amount of time you can spend. Perhaps no, I'm, I'm just you know, how you would even in, how you music. would even bring it into the right, practice. Right. 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 I can't. It's. I can envision, not that I've ever tried it, being hard for me to be in my office and I'm talking to someone about depression and, you know, recommending, you know, more Money, more Problems, whatever you listen to, right? That is a
1: very powerful
0: song. It That's really saying, is, right? 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 <laughs> that, yeah. I always say B- Biggie had it right all along. Right. All along. Yes. Do you think we will get to a point where we will be able to prescribe music like we prescribe, you know, that antidepressants? Is my that or, is my hope. that That music will that.
2: become part of the standard of care. Because,
1: you know, I feel like sometimes they... Uh, some bigger institutions will have, like, art therapy. They'll have yes, dance therapy. Yes, they have music therapy. therapy, some of them, some of them. But like you said, some. But I, I, I can't imagine or I don't imagine that most, you know, community hospitals, this, this is not something that's outside major medical centers probably. Right. that has resources the resources that The money.
2: Money so, is part of, is always the issue, right? There's music that. Music is free
1: for the most part. No, but if you're talking about a physician, we'll say, well, I'm already too busy. So, you you know, do you need if physicians
0: train this? Do you need music therapists? Right, music therapists. Do you think patients would be receptive to that? Like, I came to this guy because I'm feeling a certain way and he's telling me to go listen to smooth jazz or something like that.
2: Well, I think, so you have a conversation with the patients, but I will guarantee you that, so, okay, case in point. We tell somebody that he has stage four lung cancer. Right. You deliver the news, you, you know, do that as empathically as you can. Sure. Sure. But you have to move on, right? You have other patients to yes, see,
0: which is very awkward
2: hmm?
0: for me, at least.
1: Well, I mean, I think or I was always told with empathy, right? You have to empathize, but you can't. It doesn't help anyone if the physician then breaks down and starts crying. I'm not talking about breaking down. Yeah, but, but you have to leave. But, but you that, have to be able to move on. That patient then execution. is, but that patient is changed forever. Yeah. Correct.
2: Yeah. So it's something that can, be, if it's available, it can be offered, and and certainly, and the studies mm. have shown that certainly the live live music. The presence of someone who can actually engage in the activity with the patient is right. better
1: than better than just a re- than
2: just a recorded. Well, that would probably speak. Trot. That would
1: probably speak to the advantage of having, I guess, a dedicated uh, music therapist, someone who Absolutely. can actually play the guitar, play the drums, yes. whatever, or Absolutely. sing. Right? Or
2: yeah. Um, or beatboxing, if that's the patient's preferred, if that's their their thing, right? But um, but yes, if if that, then if you recognize. But you know what, I've just delivered, I've just dealt a blow mm. to this patient, and they could perhaps benefit from this intervention, it would be nice to have it available so right. that they can benefit.
0: Right. I think it'll, like, you, like you're like you doing, I think it'll start in the hospice, in that realm, area, mm-hmm. and then expand and to then maybe move, the hospitals yeah. and you know?
1: private offices. Right, but if it's good for someone who's transitioning, you know, as oh, we, say, we, to we the think... next stage of life or to the next step, why wouldn't it be beneficial? Oh, for agree. It's for every for right, everybody. Right, right, right. It's just they're, implementing
2: um, it. Mm-hmm. I've heard that they're you know using it preoperatively now in some institutions to kind of get patients to calm down before surgery.
1: Take away the uh, anxiety mm-hmm. well, as, not, a, as a bit of an anxiolytic. Playing music when in you're the OR, out there, absolutely. You know, so Jason.
2: Selfish. I don't know if you've heard. Yeah, he's, you know, he's in the OR. He's crazy. What's he playing? What What do, do you think? Take a OR. guess. Take a guess. Take so a guess, um, but yeah. So this is the work that I'm doing, and I really do hope that it will permeate so throughout we, all fields. I think this is wonderful. the areas of medicine. We also want to
1: know
0: a little bit more about you. So just
2: okay. tell us
1: a little
0: bit. Just you know, as we're uh, well, first, nearing I, the end, is, is what? How do, how do you feel? Uh-oh. I'm driving around, Uh-oh. before Thanksgiving, and yes. I see people putting up Christmas lights. How do you feel about people putting up <laughs> lights prematurely? Oh, I wasn't, like, it, I didn't even realize we are going there. <laughs> <laughs> it all go it really irks I don't me. like it. Oh,
2: sorry, I don't like it at all. I'm like, wait, it's not even like Thanksgiving it. yet, and they got the lights you up cannot like the Griswolds. I don't like it. Day after so Halloween. I'm in the, the car lights.
0: with my kids, I'm screaming, I'm like really angry, like, because like, I'm not prepared for it. Mentally. You need some music in your life, I think. Yeah, but then that Drake help, is playing
2: it. the <laughs> <laughs> As long as it's not Kanye.
0: But So that's my random complaint. <laughs> Thank you very much.
2: But <laughs> I agree with you. I just, I don't think it's <laughs> I, I, appropriate. You think <laughs> it's, I not think it's after Black
0: Friday, you can do whatever you so, want with your house. So,
2: again, when I, I don't know where my mother got this from, but we were raised Roman Catholic, very Roman Catholic. Right. And she always felt that we were not putting anything up until the middle of, like, in once the um, Advent se- the Advent season had to start. Right. Yes, and then we could put our Light tree up. Yeah. I think
1: it's when the malls start, it's, all, it's too many so dollars. So the malls no, are starting, malls, right, malls are starting before the Thanksgiving. The are open on Thanksgiving. The
2: mall is, the mall is starting with Christmas with trees before Thanksgiving. You know what I would
1: say? Now, Clinton's getting upset. Maybe you There's could no sing a little <laughs> something to calm him down. What, what would you do to... check uh, like my
2: pulse.
1: To the beautiful voice <laughs> that just comes in.
2: Excuse
1: me. I feel calm now. <laughs> Now you from Trini you're you're from Trinidad originally and I love this voice but I mean are you into soca at all? I have to ask. Soca, yeah. See, see that?
0: I, I can always bring it back. What's your go to music?
2: Oh, it depends on what I'm trying to achieve. Okay. Like it's what really do you depends. listen
0: to at home? Soca. What's in your iPod? Ah. Soca,
2: like my Spotify, I have my own playlist. Yes. Of soca tracks. See that? Spotify. All
0: right, so you have to you have to make some recommendations. So that,
2: that's what I do when I just want to as as much it's not it's not relaxing music. Because I don't know if you've been to a carnival, you know I or have, I've have. been not. to a experience I, that, we, that yes, type of we, stuff. We are looking forward to going at some point. Could <laughs> w- we do a wives, podcast? Wives are move? probably not going to be probably not that uh, enthusiastic about it. Jeff, I, so. Jeff <laughs> uh, our media <laughs> super specialist, is <laughs> the on governor.
1: down with us. He, he, he's already buying tickets. As <laughs> 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 but let me ask you a question: Who does it better? Is it Brazil or is it Caribbean, or is it? Probably biased,
2: right? I don't know that I can. Give you a, an objective, but, just, but this is a big thing, though.
1: Right? who has the best carnival? Yeah,
2: just... so, so there's a rivalry, no question.
1: And yeah. even in China, like, there's different, like, what the clubs or something that have the, the best floats, the best floats, uh, uh, the see
2: best that? bands. See that? The best mm-hmm. band? I know mm-hmm. nothing bands, the cotton. You, 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 really you really need to get out more. <laughs>
0: so, your two lovely daughters, do they are did you like incorporate music into oh, their? Of course,
2: so like, my my six year old plays the piano, okay,
0: but even before that.
2: Oh, so when in utero kids, I was singing to them. My kids we used to, to have the Mozart
0: playing. In utero, I, I stuff,
2: would just so. sing. I would just sing. So we use that kind of. Yeah, right? absolutely. That's that's. I think that makes total sense.
0: Right, and there's studies that show early exposure to classical music helps with the yes. brain. Function. Not only that, but I, I, when you study, so you know, I have no classical training
1: and and Obviously. barely understand. But I know that when I want to study, when I want to concentrate, I will put. At least for me, I like Baroque music. Okay, I love Baroque and. It gets me into a mood of just like being more productive and more intently. And my son will also. So if we have something with words, I find it kind of makes me just start humming. I kind of like go off on tangents. But for me, Baroque Classical Music is fantastic. Wonderful. I have to ask you, you know, my favorite band is probably not your favorite band, which is Metallica. But Metallica once did a whole Ah. concert with the San Francisco uh, Philharmonic. I don't know if you ever knew about no. that. Yes, which was actually—I fa- always wonder how people who have no way. are classically <laughs> musically trained would view a heavy, you know, one but of the no, Godfathers but, of heavy but metal I music. I find
2: that to it, be awesome. Yeah, I is, think is, that is that wonderful.
1: And I have to tell you, a lot of us were like, "Oh, this is going to be whatever." And it, it, it sounded fantastic. It was one of their best uh, live. Records that, that was released. They're from San Francisco, so they released it several years. Music ago. is awesome. music, I guess. If you absolutely. mix it up, and I perfect. Yes, music is music. Kanye West one did the, an opera. Absolutely,
2: on one, one of title. the things that I. Oh come on. He is. Yes, come on. Yeah, take it out. One it's of the, the things weird, that I but, think uh, about uh, is you know, so I'm asked occasionally by veterans if I can sing country music. Sure. I'm like, Whoa, wow. So that you know, that's not an. That's really not within my comfort zone. Mm. But I've done it. You know, YouTube is a real help right? because I can just step outside briefly right. and find a recording of something and commit it to, well, not commit it to memory, but kind of become more familiar with it.
1: And you can change your singing style every, to, to just, let's say, more twangy or whatever the, whatever the Correct. terminology is. you can yeah.
2: try. But one of the things I think about is actually, you know, wouldn't it be nice to perhaps fuse genres that I'm not comfortable with? Right. You know, fuse a, something like country music with classical music. Um, fuse,
0: Calypso and Bollywood. Ah, that? uh-huh. that's what music is now, right? It goes phases now. A lot of pop, popular music is with the Afro, Afro beats, beats mm-hmm. and Caribbean mm-hmm. music, and yes. it'll be Little Nas X had uh, the biggest country with, uh, music with, hit.
2: That's right, Oton Road
0: probably, of other year.
2: Yeah. So. yeah. so and I think I mean I'm sure there are people who object to that kind of thing. Purist, right? But I actually appreciate it. Well, I
1: think if music is truly universal, then there should be no problem combining right. different uh, music genres, right? Yeah, absolutely. It only makes us more connected as That's people, how I feel. doctors, patients. As everything. I said,
2: because music can do that in a way that very few things can.
1: That's fantastic.
0: I can yeah. keep talking. Um, you can. I, I think <laughs> we're going to. No, no, we're not going to keep talking. We're not going to keep talking. Let's yeah, do it. <laughs> anyway, um, so uh, someone who's like a really good singer, who do you, who's your like, favorite vocalist? Like, wow. Oh, this is the rapid-fire uh, section? No, of I, just, I was you? just curious. Favorite
2: vocalist. Like, who's
0: the best singer you've ever heard?
1: Is it... I've heard it's Freddie Mercury from Queen. Oh, but no, no. He, he... He is... I've heard... Okay. No, I've heard that his He's voice... He's like
2: not the best singer I've heard, but his voice is incredible.
1: No, but I, I've actually heard from people, even if they don't like his music, that his voice... His voice is incredible. You call it... What is it, the range? Or what is it? What, what the you
2: range, call, the power, just...
1: How do you rate that? I mean, what is it rated upon? Is it the 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 how many notes he can hit or what is it? Is
2: it? Well, he certainly, so his range is broad. Mm. I mean, low notes to high notes this, and, and this quite high notes. The voice all yeah, kinds of different things. I don't even pretend. But no, <laughs> I do. I don't <laughs> yeah, even try it. But, you know, I'll give him that. Uh, that That's true. Right. It's true. Um, but the power of his voice, mm. it, I, I only heard him, so I've, I saw him perform live, excuse me, I saw a recording of a live performance yes, of his okay. and I was, Blown away. Mm. I had no idea how good he was. Um, but my one of my favorites. This is a hard question because again, so when just Billboard overhaul, comes up
0: with their list of top singers and they put someone like Elvis or Janet Jackson, who I mean, they have good music, but they're not the best vocalists. So I would think of Celine like Dion, Whitney Houston, so Celine, Celine Dion. Dion. You made fun of me, see? Celine, Celine Dion.
2: Dion. I was being you know, serious. Yeah. Um, one of my all-time favorites. Luther Vandross has a beautiful voice. Luther Vandross, another one of my all-time favorites. Luther. Luther. Certainly Whitney, right? I Whitney. mean, you can't can't deny that. Um, but not Bobby but Brown. <laughs> but although although as a kid, yes, I absolutely Bill B- adored Devel. Bobby Brown. I thought we were going to get married. Really? I believed we were going to get married.
0: <laughs> it's not too late. <laughs> <laughs> no thanks. He's, he's available. He's available. He's- <laughs>
2: <laughs> no thanks. I grew. I grew up, <laughs> but I still like him, though. Still, I. I went to see them the other, not that long ago, right. at the Prudential Center. Um, but I would have to say, and then in the world of opera, I. I love Anna Netrebko. She's a little older now. She doesn't. Um, I don't know that she still performs. She's like, real singers. Yeah.
1: yeah, (laughs) So someone who doesn't know much about opera, I mean, this is an Italian opera
2: singer? She is actually Russian, Hmm. but she's she's certainly very versed in the Italian opera repertoire. Hmm. I mean, she's performed at the greatest, you know, all the famous opera houses in the world. I just, I really do love her. I also love Joyce Di Donato. She's another um
1: oh, now you're expanding yeah. our <laughs> repertoire I making mean, us look stupid yeah. i'm like uh yes exactly my, my Ariana's not, uh, not working. Now.
0: <laughs> so we went from janet jackson to this i mean right, right, right. You know, we, yes. now are you doing any events or formal singing that we should know about so
2: i'll be singing at church soon um with a jazz band we're oh, going to okay. incorporate some jazz music into the service that's coming up and then i'll be uh in the spring, I'll be at the classic quiche again. Okay. In Teaneck. That's yes.
0: on um, Queen Anne Road. Mm-hmm, yes.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, I have. I'm actually here, starting pack, pack to. chicken. Yeah. Don't ask me pack, how I know. Pack, love it. You love it. I, I know how you know. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> but I'll be there in the spring. So, I thought uh, you were more of
0: a Popeyes guy, but I guess. Are you serious?
2: It depends. Wings for wings. Oh, see, yeah.
0: that's my random complaint number two. Oh, here we Popeyes go. Popeyes chicken. <laughs> <laughs> that's the biggest fallacy that been, we've been bamboozled. Bamboozled. You still see lines on Route 17. For the same chicken the sandwich. the same chicken sandwich. It doesn't taste good. It's all media I've
1: never hype had think, it. Yeah. I've
2: never had it. So
1: You mentioned your podcast. Where can uh, listeners out there find you on your podcast? Sure.
2: SedelRossMD.com. Um, that's my website. Okay. And there is a very clear link to the podcast on the website. So, and uh, the podcast is also on uh, Apple Podcasts and uh, Spotify.
1: And you focus mainly on what, the intersection of music and medicine or just you concentrate more on music or everything yeah. in between?
2: Well, the intersection of music and medicine and, yeah. and you know, the goal really is to create awareness right. of the healing potential of music.
0: You have an album coming out, too? Or?
2: That's in the works. That's in the works. In the works. I could be stay a stay tuned. I told. I really would like to hear something from from you guys.
1: Uh, you're gonna have to keep waiting. On you that go, one first, go first. <laughs> you know, I'm. I'm really one more. I'm note. really. I'm really more the looks and the brain of the operation. Got He's you. more the voice. I yeah, see. yeah. I'm really. When you brain, you want pictures. You want. You know, whatever you need, that's come you're to the me. Devole, that's your. Uh,
2: you're you're the guy. Oh,
0: <laughs> you, don't, you don't. know that. No. <laughs> He's more the Bobby Brown. You know. Can
2: you do, do Remy Faso though? Come on. No, I'm not doing that.
0: <laughs> My reputation is on the line. Oh, it is on the line, and it's already shaky to begin with. I, I see. So.
2: We don't want to kill it, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe after we get off the mic, we can we can do something off air. Okay.
1: But Dr. Seidel Ross, we are so thankful for you coming in today. We uh, very fortunate to have you in, and this is, I mean quite frankly uh, one, one of my our, favorite one of shows favorite show, I, I was going to say the same thing so we we, oh, we complete each other's you sentences you complete me you complete me but, uh, no but you know what I mean, it, such an intimate I, group here I, anything that That's we can do or with. get information that patients can benefit and doctors can benefit uh, you know is what are kind of our goal and um, this is something that I'm clearly we all love music even if we aren't skillful like you we could, i think most everyone appreciates some form of music and then you know the thought of incorporating that into healthcare and to helping patients i think is something we can all get behind
2: thank you so much so thank and you thank for you breaking for having it me. down
1: oh, our pleasure in the meantime thank you so much for joining us today on the recommended daily dose from lovely teaneck new jersey i'm your mm-hmm. host co-host dr surd slugger with my humming co-host <laughs> dr clinton coleman until next time, keep listening to music and be well.
2: Check out recent episodes and learn more about these two modern medicine men and their podcast at holyname.org/slash recommended daily dose.